In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the fifth week of Lent, today being the 38th day of March, 2023. Let us call upon God that he may send us the gift of his Holy Spirit. Send us your Spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say Amen. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Members of the Covenant, but not Adherents of the Covenant. Members of the covenant, but not adherents of the covenant. The first reading today is taken from the book of Genesis chapter 17 from verse 3 to verse 9. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John chapter 8 from verse 51 to verse 59. In the, gospel, in the first reading today, God establishes a new covenant that is eternal with Abraham. Changing his name from Abraham to Abraham. And this covenant is established not just with Abraham, but with his descendants forever. And this covenant came with a series of blessings and promises to Abraham and his descendants. One is that he is going to make a great nation, the seed, the offsprings of Abraham. All the promises made by God in entering this covenant with Abraham, of course, were fulfilled. The fact that the name of Abraham was changed from Abraham to Abraham signified the fact that Abraham was being given a new identity and a new personality. Altogether, a person and an identity that connotes one who is one with God. One who has the authority of God, the blessing of God, and the mandate of God. Abraham was literally configured to the person of God. Simply so. And this is what happens in baptism. We take a new name in baptism. We are encouraged to do that, a baptismal name, you know, whether old or our already given name. We adopt as baptismal name any name of our choice, indicating the fact that we are being configured into the person of Christ Jesus we are no longer our old selves, but a new being in Christ altogether. With this very establishment of this covenant with God, we take up not just the blessings, the privileges, and the rights of the children of God, but the responsibility of the children of God. Because every covenant comes with benefits and privileges as well as responsibilities. And Christ came to ratify and to perfect this covenant that God has already entered into with human beings. 
Unfortunately, he needed to make it clear to his audience that even though they are the children of Abraham, descendants of Abraham, who by rights are members of this covenant and supposed beneficiaries of all the blessings, all the promises and privileges that are due to this covenant, because they have failed to adhere to the terms of this covenant, they have excluded themselves literally from the benefits and the blessings of this covenant. And so the coming of Jesus is to renew, to reactivate, but in the higher dimension, this eternal covenant God has entered into with his people. And so through baptism, we are made adopted children of God, the status that is even higher than the status that Abraham enjoyed. Because in Christ Jesus, every single sin of ours has been forgiven and we are now readmitted again into the presence of God, not just as his friends as in the case of Abraham, but his own children as in the case of the person of Jesus Christ, the beloved son of God in whom he is well pleased, as attested to by God himself in the Gospel of John. Dear children, the implication of this, therefore, is that we must do everything to adhere to this covenant established in the blood of Jesus Christ, not in the blood of animals. By keeping to the terms of this covenant, in order to enjoy the fullness of the benefits of this covenant. Yes, when we resist the will of God, we exclude ourselves from the benefits of the covenant of God. God can never retract his covenant with us. God can never undo his covenant with us because this is a covenant that he has entered into with us once for all. It is an, a covenant that is eternal. But unfortunately, again and again, we have failed to be truly adherent to this covenant. Like the people of the generation and the time of Jesus Christ will always feel because they are the children of Abraham, descendants of Abraham, they have every right to the presence of God and to enjoy the blessings of God. Yes, many of us walk today with that mentality. We are Christians, but unfortunately, many are nominal Christians. Christians by name, but at heart, they are far away from being Christians. God is not looking for those who will be his children in name and not at heart and in action. If you are a child of God adopted through Christ Jesus, then you must live your life more as one that is modeled after the life of Christ. Christ Jesus came to do the will of the Father. We must always be intent in everything we do, say, and think in our inactions, in our decisions, and in our choices. We must work always to do the will of God the Father. Now one may begin to wonder, why do the will of God when God has given us freedom? 
We are to do the will of God because God knows better than we do and he has our interests at heart. God does not seek us or ask of us to do his will because he wants to diminish our human freedom but rather to maximize it because our freedom is given by God and is resident in God. God is the source of our freedom. And it is only when we use our freedom in the light of God's word, in the guidance of God's spirit, and in keeping with the will of God that we maximize our human freedom. Check it. All that human beings do against the will of God has only brought them more of calamities and afflictions and troubles, thereby diminishing the seed freedom. Beloved children of God, we are the children of God, and because we are his own children, we must live like his children. And the best way to live as God's own children is to function and model our life after that of Christ. Promoting everything that is good, that is noble, that is right, that is edifying, that is righteous and upright. We must live as those who are in genuine covenant with God. Let us allow ourselves to keep to the terms of this covenant. Let us adhere strictly to the covenant that has been established by God with us as his own children, that we may live to enjoy the fullness of the benefits, the privileges, and the rights of this covenant. A covenant established in the blood of Christ himself, not in the blood of animals. Let us therefore take advantage of this covenant rather than seeking other alternative covenants with forces that are not of God because all of this will always come at a price and beyond coming at a price, they will always be to our detriment. The devil has nothing good to offer. Vice has nothing good to offer. It will only lead us more into pains and affliction. Let us therefore Unlike the people, the Jews of the times of Jesus, let us not resist doing the will of God. Let us submit ourselves wholeheartedly to this great covenant as members of this covenant, as the children of this covenant. Let us promote this covenant. Let us live out the terms of this covenant. Let us live our life adhering to this covenant. And we shall live to enjoy the fullness of the powers, the blessings, the benefits, and the privileges that are due to this covenant as God's own children. Let us therefore side with Christ even as he continually invites us to become more like God's own children, those who will serve God in spirit and in truth through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.